Hello, and thank you for listening to Best of the Nest. A SVSU podcast by students for students. My name is Jason. And I'm Maddie, and today we're joined with Tony to talk about how to get involved. Hello, Tony. Hello, Tony. So, Tony, welcome. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so hello, everybody. My name is Tony Jerkai. I'm going into my third year here at SVSU. Um, I'm on studying political science on the pre-law track here um, with a minor in youth services. Uh, I am originally from Sterling Heights, Michigan, which is in the metro Detroit area. Um, and yeah, that's a little bit about me. Thank you so much for joining us. And since we're talking about how to get involved, can you tell us what you're involved in? Yeah, so I joined Law Club at SVSU when I first came to SVSU um, in fall 2020. Um, and with that, I um, gained a few leadership positions within that. Um, I also joined College Democrats, uh, Forever Red. And I'm trying to think of another club I joined. Um, <laughs> I joined Red. Club Red, yes. Yeah, um, and I think that's really it, yeah. And you have a few on-campus jobs, right? I do, yes. So I am a tour guide on campus. Um, I am also a CT100, formerly known as Mentor, but um, we're rebranding it now as a Peer Advocates. I am an orientation leader. Um, I used to work in the political science department as a student employee, and um, I recently just got an internship in the general counsel's office. Tony is Coop. Now, if you guys didn't know that also, Tony also is taking over for Don Bashan after he retires. So Un- that's not real, though. Don't, don't believe that. <laughs> don't believe Someone that, is going to believe it. No, please don't. We love Tony, though. Okay, so now that Tony is here, we do want to talk about how to get involved since you are involved in so many great activities here on campus. So I want to get it started. So what is your best tip to become the most involved in campus? I think one of my best tips to getting involved on campus is probably just being open to getting involved. It's all new, um, so when you're coming in, you don't know what you want to do, and you may not know what you may like being involved in. Um, So I think being open to that and figuring out what you like to do, um, that is a great opportunity to meet new people. Um, And you may not even stay in that club, but you do have those great connections that you did um, foster and create there. Yeah. I think my biggest tip for getting involved is go to the cards picnic and cards party because most of the clubs, if not all, almost all, I think, go in for the cards picnic. They're out on the courtyard and you can see all of them. And then when you see them all, if you're interested in literally any of them or you just want the free stuff, sign up for like the email list or for the club itself, depending on how the club runs, because you're always allowed to change your mind later. Like, Being a part of a club, you are not locked in at all. You could even create a club and then leave like two weeks later as long as there's other people and the club will still exist. So don't be afraid to try things. And then if you're like, man, I joined 20 clubs and I have time for five, then feel free to, you know, let them know, hey, maybe next semester I'll have more time, but I definitely just need a break. Also, plug for me, I'm starting Cookie Club in the fall and that is the best club to join because we don't really have any like structured meetings where you have to attend and all you do is eat cookies and play games or do mental health activities and tony's gonna join right tony yes i am and it's awesome too because you're interested in joining these clubs but on the other side of that too all of these clubs are interested in you joining they want those members they want to connect with you so i think meeting halfway with all of these students i think is really important I agree with that. The only reason why it's crazy, I got involved on a campus first here when I met Anderson my first day for orientation, sort of. 
So I got accustomed to being a tour guide immediately. And then I was joining athletics here and I met one of my close friends named Gabriello. His name is Gab. Me and Maddie are part of the finance club and he was the vice president of the finance club. And that's how I met him and became a part of the finance club and became a part of diverse young leaders is because I made so many great connections in different organizations that I was a part of for different sports or whatever. So getting, making relationships, like Tony said, is the most important thing because you can branch off into so many different things because we have over, what, almost 300 of them now? A lot. We have a lot. So, yeah, right now there's about, like, 150 RSOs that we have on campus. RSOs are registered student organization. So they're great organizations, great groups. And even if you don't want to have, like, a serious one like the finance club or something like a return to your sorority that's based on your major or minor you can join minor ones or smaller ones that cookie you can club. have for fun just like the cookie club or the pie club or the cake club right so we're going to have a survey after this which which group is better between the three after the end mm-hmm. of the year so the my, my vote is on the cookie club obviously <laughs> yeah i think for clubs too some that you might even think is serious or like very major specific aren't so i'm a business major and i just joined law club and you can join finance club and not have anything to do with finance you must might just think that stocks or whatever are very interesting and you want to get into finance and also as many clubs as i know is they are not super strict in terms of like you have to attend every single day at 8 p.m the only ones that are really strict are like fraternities where you have to hit a certain amount of volunteer hours or like you have to raise so much money. Other than that, like you can come and go, even finance club, which seems major based, anyone can join. I know I frequently miss the in-person meetings because I don't have a reminder on my phone, gotta work on that, but there's things like that. So Tony, we're going a little off script, but what do you think the best part of joining clubs is? I definitely think one of the best part about joining clubs is fostering again those connections with people, but also, if it is one of those more pre-professional clubs like law club, um, you will see a lot of those students in your classes. So it's really nice to grow up. I know we're in college, but grow up with these students and build those connections early on because you will eventually either have a general education class with them or um, see them in the marketplace or see them um, at Papa John's on a late night. Um, So just building those connections and making this campus almost a small world for you and just turning your head and seeing someone you know and either smiling at them or catching up with them. I love my family and I love my SCSU family. It's all one family now because my family's a part of SCSU family. Shout out to KT. Love you, boy. But it's crazy that you can make such a great relationship with everyone here as soon as you join a club or organization or do whatever you want to do. Even as a person, you grow up so much here and in college in general through those groups through those organizations because you learn so much and if you want to join those honor ones then i just joined naba and naba's national association for black accountants and i can gain real world experience with that and i can put that on a resume saying okay well i'm certified as one of the best black accountants in the world like you have to respect my pedigree right so it's one of those things that they can give they reward you as much as you reward in you put in what you get out And I really believe that. And you can do that with any group organization here. Yeah, I think clubs always either give you a sense of belonging or they're also very powerful. So law club, they do a lot to help you learn about how to get to law school and just about law in general. And so I would not know anything about going to law school if I didn't join that club. And for finance, I haven't gotten to take my first finance course yet, but I feel like I actually am prepared for that because of that. But then also, like, 
cookie club, the whole reason I started that club, besides to just get the rivalry stirring again, was it's really good for mental health. And I think that, like, I came during COVID, Tony came with me. And, like, there wasn't places for you to just meet up with people that weren't in your, like, majors or in that, like, your job. And I know our tour guides are really close. And I was like, it's so good for your mental health to have no real, like, purpose or like obligation but to just sit down eat cookies and do a mindless activity and I think that's like the best part of a lot of these clubs like even law club sometimes the meetings are just sitting down and hanging out with each other and sometimes they're very academical that's not a word academic there we go either way there's always this benefit of just like togetherness and mental health that I think every campus you have to join clubs to get that sense of togetherness and like this community because SVSU is very unique and even if you're not a part of anything you're still part of the community and people will know you but I have friends who go to bigger universities and they don't know anyone until they join a club and even when they have classes that are over 100 people you don't meet people in classes like that you only sit by people if you met them somewhere else and clubs are the best no pressure place to do that. Right, definitely networking, whether it's networking with socially, um, networking with friends, or networking with, let's say, attorneys in the area um, through law clubs. So really, it comes down to networking, whether it be on a professional level or just a social level. Tony, I think we've all kind of talked around it, but what is networking itself? So networking, I guess I can relate it to being involved in law club. Um, Networking is really building those connections outside of a, let's say, workplace um, or academic setting. So in law club, we connect with um, attorneys in the area, SVSU alumni um, within the legal profession or um, even judges in the area we've networked with um, and building those connections outside of this SVSU environment right here um, and building either within the Great Lakes Bay region, the Michigan region, or just the nation, um, building those connections and connecting with them. And why is networking so important as a college student? Well, it's honestly really important because you hear that advice from them because they were once in your shoes. Whether they went to SVSU or not, they were once in your shoes. They were a undergrad student hoping to go to law school, um, and they went through the same things you did. Um, and they had those similar style worries that you did while in college. Um, and hearing their advice, hearing how they got to where they did is important, and building those connections early on is important because they can even help you get to where you want to be. Yeah, I know a lot of people I've heard been like, We networked because of this internship or my professor told me I should reach out to them and then they wrote the letter of recommendation for grad school or the job or they did their referral to get the job. And I think networking is something that everyone expects you to know once you get to college, but no one actually teaches you what or why. And so I think that's a really great piece of advice for people and just teaching them what it is because... In all honesty, you don't learn it in high school, and then you hit freshman year of college, and they're like, you should have known this already. You don't learn about networking and business until, like, you take, I think, accounting 419, because you actually, in that class, you learn how to eat dinner properly. With a lot of business people, you learn how to go on golf events, things like that. So I know a lot of colleges have those specific colleges, specific classes for those specific majors, right? Yes, definitely. And even in law club, we did uh, last semester dinner with an attorney. Um, so we were practicing those skills of eating dinner almost in a professional setting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really fun. I can't wait to take that class. I got uh, 
a year and a half left. But uh, it's an unknown trade. It's people don't realize how hard it is to actually network without the support behind you. Or honestly, etiquette is such the weirdest thing. Like how to hold a business conversation, but at dinner, but laid back, but like professional. So yeah, networking, very important. I'm so glad we got to talk to you about this. So we're talking about clubs. How do you actually join a club, at least at SVSU? So there's so many different ways to join a club, whether it is going on Instagram and seeing those clubs post, you can send them a simple DM saying, I would like to join this club. Um, They, again, are so interested in welcoming you into their club. Or if you go on SVSU Engage, scroll through all these clubs that we have offered at SVSU, it'll say their meeting times, um, contact information, which is really important. Um, And they will have that there for you to contact individuals if you're interested in joining. So another way could be, honestly, just downloading the Quark app um, and scrolling through all these events that are offered on campus. There is always something going on on campus. So if you're nervous about going to an event, take a friend. Go to that club meeting together. Go to that on-campus event together. Meet new students. Connect with students and join that club. I think that's really important. But you do have to take that little baby first step, and those groups will welcome you with very, very open arms. I agree with that. Um, it, it is as easy, honestly, to join a group as is for one of your friends to say, come here, homeboy, I got a, I got a club for you to see really quick. So honestly, that's how I got a part of a lot of my clubs. So um, we had a event here on campus last year. It was our first open house back after COVID. And Anderson, our uh, our former boss, love you, Anderson, came up to us and said, hey, Jason, I got someone I wanted you to meet. And I said, oh, okay, cool. And it was, I forget her name, and I she's a sweetheart, and I, I'm sorry I forgot your name, but she introduced me to Diverse Young Leaders, which is based in Central Michigan, and it's a group about diverse young African-American or uh, Hispanic-American um, students trying to get involved in the pol- politics and the judicial system, and I always wanted to get involved in that because my dad was involved in that. And it's the fact that my boss was able to network so well to get me something that I've been itching to get into since like my sixth sixth grade. And it was one of those things where I wouldn't have got that if I didn't meet with people or didn't build great relationships. So it can be as easy as saying, yo, come over here, or it can be go as far as you want to get on engaged or to get on cork, right? So do whatever you need to do to get involved and make sure you stay involved. There we go with networking again. Networking, it's really the secret to college, guys. Network, My please. personal favorite, and this is how I think I've joined every single club now, is just asking a friend who's already in it, Tony over here. I said, <laughs> hey, Tony, I think I want to go to law school. Can you tell me about law club? And then he set me up with the person to actually email and like put in my membership, and that happened with finance club. But also you just hear people talking about clubs around town or your roommate or your friends will be like, oh, yeah, I joined this club. This is what we do. And they, they're they so excited about it that you just join it, too, because it sounds so fun. And I would say most of the time it really is so fun. And a lot of clubs, at least here, you can really just show up and then sign up once you're already there. If you're like, I just want to go and see. Like, before I commit to anything, I just want to go to a meeting. And that would be my number one way to join, besides just asking friends, is just go see if you like it and then be like I really liked it can I sign up and most people are like of course here's the link or the paper or however they do it so they they really care here Every, everyone cares more than you can ever believe or think 
So please get involved. They really care about you. As you can see, one of our leaders here is Tony. You can already tell by Tony. By the way, amazing how you look today. I told him earlier before we started that this man is dressed up to the nine. Honestly, I've loved every single guest we've had today or on this podcast in general. Tony's probably the best one. Best, best dressed. I'm sorry. Respectfully. Respectfully. So another question for you, Tony. So can you get involved in research projects? And if you can, do you have to wait to be a graduate student? So one thing I really like about SVSU is that you, one, don't have to wait till you're a graduate student. They have that one-on-one -on -one learning at SVSU that I really appreciate and I look forward to doing research um, in my time at SVSU in my undergrad years. Um, so no, you don't have to wait until you're a graduate student. They have Handshake, which is almost similar to like LinkedIn. Job postings on campus are posted there. And if you want more information about that, Career Services has so much information about that. But there are so much job postings uploaded there, uh, whether it be through an internship in, um, in more of the sciences or even political science. Uh, one of my friends did um, a um, research position in the political science department, and she got to work one-on-one -on -one with one of our professors, uh, do research weekly for her, and got to learn a lot from that and got to apply that in more of her class settings, too, because she has these research skills and applies them into her writing. I think the number one thing about research that high schoolers don't understand, because the only research they do is in science, there's research for any major, minor, whatever. Because our professors, especially if they got their doctorates, they had to do research in something and write a paper about something. And they usually keep doing it. Mm -hmm. So I know one of our tour guides, Elizabeth, in like her second week of chemistry class, had the professor himself be like, are you actually interested in this? What's your major? Would you want to do this research with me? And she just got asked, like in class. And I think that shows a lot, A, about our community, but also just about research itself, is it's not this, like, super elite, nobody can get to it thing. It's super fancy, very sophisticated, but it's not only for the top 1%. Anyone can really do research. But then the other thing I like to point out, and I think this would work at all universities, but I have seen it work multiple times here. If you really want to do research in something, go to a professor that teaches in that sort of subject and be like, is any professor doing research about this or something similar? And if they're not, be like, do you know if any professors would be interested? I really want to look into this. I think it would be great. And I know a lot of people have actually even semi-started their own research with the professor because they were really interested in it and it went along with what the professor was interested in as well. And that is very helpful, A, for your education and especially for your resume, depending on what you're going into, and for everyone. But also, like, it's very helpful to the professors, and it helps you academically, too. I think it teaches you way more about classes than classes itself do. So I'm going to put on my farmer's hat for just one second, right? So um, Mr. Warwick is going to love this. Mr. Warwick was my ag teacher in high school. So there's an issue in the Great Lakes with Asian carp. Right. So that's like an actual issue with invasion of Asian carp. The issue is with carp is that they like to eat. They don't eat other fish, but they they like to eat the fit, the um, the minerals. They like to eat the same exact food that the other fish is like. So the other fish in Great Lakes, like normal fish that you like, like cod and things like that, it is slowly moving away and trying to move further down south versus the Asian carp just sticking and saying because there's no natural predator for them. So. 
one of our students here at SVSU, they went to my high school and I forget their name again, but they graduated two years above me. So sorry, but the, um, the great thing is I had to do the same exact research project in high school that they just did, but they had to find out an actual method to get rid of Asian carp. So they developed, she developed an actual net and I know it, it sounds stupid, but it's the greatest the innovation I ever seen in my life. So it's a giant net that's like, okay, what's a net going to do? But it actually it has a monitor and that senses uh, the weight, the length of the fish and depends on what type of length and weight it is. It will determine which fish is allowed to pass through and which fish is uh, not. So Asian carp has been able to be able to get filtered out a lot quickly because of that net and they did that through the research project at SVSU. Now, why was any of that important? It's because they can do that as an undergrad. She did that in her sophomore year of college. Now, usually you can't do that until your graduate school at many other universities and that's okay. But as SVSU, we kind of offer green things that you can do as an undergrad that you can't do into graduate school. And I always love that about SVSU and a lot of other colleges offer that too. So it's just a small little story of what you can do in a research project at a school like this. So I know, I'm sorry to go on a tangent a little bit, but I just had to share that farming story. Shout out Mr. White. That's an awesome love research you. Love you, project. That definitely is. And Mr. Hennigy, good man. Also, if you want to go into some sort of grad school, especially med school, undergraduate research really sets you apart because some universities, you can't do research until your junior, senior year. But here you can start even your second week, your freshman year, if you're Elizabeth Bennett, and have four years of research to put on your resume slash application for med school that almost no one else can do. And it's like a continuous project. So you can really see it from start to end because for you high schoolers at home who've only done small science projects, most research projects go four plus years. It's not a one year and done type of thing. So it's really important to be able to see it through. And I think our school does a great job of allowing you to do that. So Tony, is there any way for students to get involved before they arrive? I know you did, so. Definitely, so I, after my orientation, went on Instagram and I looked at um, all of these clubs on campus. So I first found Law Club. Um, I fell in love with Law Club before I even started. Um, I followed them on Instagram and I, I just learned more about what they are. And then right when Welcome Weekend happened, um, Welcome Weekend is um, that big weekend right before school starts, so that Red Pride picnic um, and those welcoming events for students, um, that's a great way to get involved. So you haven't started classes yet, but you can see what is offered here at SVSU. Um, so whether you do that Google search through um, SVSU and see what clubs are offered here, you go on Instagram and see them or even um, engage, you can see what is involved here and see what you want to do. Once again, I am the oddball out here and didn't start at SVSU, so I'm going to talk about my previous experiences at a different college. I love Lawrence Tech. Don't get it twisted. So I know at a different colleges and a lot of other colleges, especially at Lawrence Tech, they had booths out. So we didn't have a picnic style. We had a, um, we had a concert on o opening week, and it was called Open Week. Fine. So we had a concert one night, and our coach allowed us to go. So... They had booths set up. They had like ticket booths that was set up by different groups at the college. And they had like different fraternities, sororities set up, every, every like minor group that they had. And they had an accounting club and they were doing the ball and pit. So you throw it and someone will fall into like the water. I think that's what it's called. I forget. So they set different type of things like that up. And I found that really cool that they want to get involved. They want to get new students there so badly that like they're setting up these giant elaborate things 
that would try to get students there and it made me feel like they really cared about us like a lot of schools do i know svsu cared about their students way way more than i've seen probably ever before so i love it here but it's just really cool to see that a lot of schools and a lot of organizations will put that on for you to make you feel welcome there yeah welcome week is a gift that not very many freshmen take advantage of and i really want to point out the instagram thing really is probably the easiest way especially if you're an introvert who doesn't just like going up to people for instance, like we have one big account that's like the university account and it follows all of our clubs. And I'm sure that's similar for other universities as well, where you can see every club we have, even if you can't remember the Engage website or anything like that. And you can really look at them and see what they've been doing. And I think seeing it is better than even hearing someone say what they were doing, because some people can be like, we're saving the world but really they're just eating cookies on a Tuesday night, not doing anything. Like if you actually get to see the work they're doing, picture's worth a thousand words. So it's great. We're adding one more question to the day. For some people, getting involved is joining these clubs, joining these jobs. But for other people, it's just meeting friends and getting to know people. So do you have any tips for meeting friends or getting friends? Yeah, so I think taking advantage of that first week when you're on campus is important. Go to those on-campus events. Knock on your neighbor's doors and introduce yourselves, um, whether it be, hi, I'm living next door to you, or, oh, I hello, I'm going to stop you in the hallway and say hi. Um, just smiling at people, just greeting people, meeting people. It does take that first step, though. So take your roommate with you. Take your friend with you. Um, just taking that baby step to meet people is really important, though. Shout out again. It's Cole Higley. Um, he was my roommate my freshman year, and we went to opposing high schools. I did not like him at all. Um, he went to, Chesney, went to Chesney <laughs> High School. I'm from New Lothrop. I just didn't like him. But then I met him, actually, and started actually talking to him. I'm like, this dude is going to be one of my closest friends for the rest of my life because of getting to know someone, just taking my step, taking a step out there. It's okay to not be comfortable in taking a first step my my dad told me one thing before i went off to college he always told me get comfortable being uncomfortable and i always believe in that when i meet new people because i meet a lot of new people i'm very nice when i first meet you i am nervous a hundred percent of the time and no one knows that i am always nervous to meet new people to give tours to talk in front of people i have never i'm probably the most nervous person i know and i have that's why my fingernails look the way they do but it's always fun because you get to see a smile in her face when you make them smile, and that is what lights my day up. So it's okay to be uncomfortable, except you will be able to, you'll be okay. I promise you, you'll be okay. Just make that friend, step out of your comfort zone, you'll be okay. I've said it on this podcast before, and I'm going to say it again. When you get to college, nobody knows anybody, and if they did come with half of their high school, they usually still want to meet new people. They don't want the old people and it's such a magical place because most people they went to the with the same kids for the last 12 years and college is really like a whole new world and so go up to people my favorite thing i lived in our first year suites which all the doors are outside me and my roommate bring emotional support human that's what i called her (laughs) she knocked and i talked it was i couldn't bring myself to knock and she couldn't bring herself to talk so it was a great duo and we knocked on all 18 doors in our complex and we met every single person and we invited them in for s'mores because there's always got to be a catch to why (laughs) you should hang out with them 
My other piece of advice is when you're in a class, especially if it's your major, but even gen ed classes, either find the nicest person or a person who dresses the same as you or has really good style and ask if you can sit next to them and then start talking. If you ask and they say yes, they are open to a conversation. That's just the rule of the land. If you ask and they say yes, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But thank you, Tony, for joining us. We always like to end our episode with one final question. And so, do you have one piece of advice for high school or first-year college students, and what is the best part of college? I guess I'll start with my piece of advice. So my biggest piece of advice would probably be to – Give SVSU that chance. Like like he was saying, um, you will be nervous, and that's okay, because those feelings are valid, and they are so real, but give it that chance. You will, you will maybe be overwhelmed at times with um, starting college and college classes, but giving it that chance is really important. Meeting new people is really important. Take that step. Push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. Not completely, because that'll overwhelm you, but give it that chance to meet new people, to try new things, and to start new things. Because you don't have to be that person that you were in high school. You can be, you are starting new. You are starting new here at SVSU or whatever university you go to, and that's important to acknowledge. You are you, and you can be whoever you want to be. Thank you. Do you have your best piece of advice, or is that kind of, that was wrapped in? That was a little bit of wrapped in. There you go. is the masterful answer. He knocked out two and one. Look at that. That's how you know you're ready to be a lawyer. So thank you all for listening with us. We appreciate you bringing us on your college journey. And we also want to thank the SVSU Technical Writing Department for allowing us to use their podcasting studio and equipment. The PTW major has many avenues, including journalism, broadcasting, editing, software development, and usability studies. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. See ya.